Hello, everybody. Welcome to Ramble On. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I'm Jim Campbell, as you will know from uh, me having Jim Campbell's voice. Uh, so this is Ramble On. As you know, I've got Marcus Speller with me in the studio today. And Marcus is a lovely man. We all know that. He's very, very positive. Big fan of the game of football. He is slurping into the microphone because it's not all good. It's not all good. I'm trying to bring out the devilish side of Speller today. I want, I want to hear him besmirch people. <clears throat> I want to know, Marcus... Who are the players that you feel are the most overrated mm-hmm. from football? I, I, I want to know. I just I want you to think maybe like, I don't know, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank, Jimmy Floyd Hasselwank, more like. <laughs> oh, I love Carlos Tevez as a player, mm-hmm. but is Adam it man. worth having you know him in the team because he's such a giant fucking baby, for mm-hmm. example? For Those are just examples. So um, I want to know. I want to know. And is this going to be quite difficult for you? Because you, no. you generally like to be positive, don't you, about football? Well, I'm not hosting today, and the people are really going to find out what I'm like yeah. when I don't host the conversation. Ooh, I, can be a, I can be a real shit. You really can, can't you? I'll tell you who's overrated, Jim. Every person who's ever played football with me is overrated because every trophy and every league title I've won is because I elevated the whole team. Right. Mm. They walk around with their winner's medals, only because of me they got them. Right. Mm-hmm. So this is a sort of monster... That I've come to know off mic. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually surprised you've been so honest about you your true character. You don't know me, Jim Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> now go on then, most overrated players. Yeah, go on then. So, so give, me, give me one of your most overrated players. Um, Thierry Henry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That's not an answer, obviously, because that would be ridiculous. There was a short period when... Henri was playing for Arsenal and it was one of those ones where they probably went on a bit of a bad spell, mm. like a little bad run that any team can do, of course. And I think I probably watched, you know, three or four games or whatever it was back to back of Arsenal. It just, it just so happened to be there on the telly a lot yeah. at that time. And Henri had gone missing in a couple of, he had done very yeah. well. And I did think to myself at the time, is he a bit overrated? Yeah. But it was very brief. Well, there, there are people that say... Um... He perhaps didn't score enough against the bigger teams. I would mm. sort of, you know, remind you of times when he did. Like the goal uh, against, like the goal against Man United, the Bernabeu as yeah. well, uh, and um, Liverpool against Juventus as well in, in the uh, mm. at home. Um, and they're the sort of people that say, like, uh, controversial opinion, but Drogba was a better player than Henri ever was. No, and those people are like 15. Yeah. And they, have, they literally have no idea what they're talking about because they mm. neither saw either of those people play. Mm. But... Um, Yes, yeah, so there is, some people do make that argument. Those people are wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to know who you genuinely think is overrated, though. Well, do you know what? You mentioned Drogba there. You could make an argument about Drogba being a, a touch overrated, but when you look at the goal tally, you could say that. But actually... But he won a lot. Well, he, he won a lot. instrumental in them winning things. And I think what he meant to the side as well. Do you see what I mean? It depends how you... But look... This is an opinion, of course, you know, because, again, someone could say, yeah, but look at the facts. I mean, a a, a friend of ours, Jim, once said that the great Brazilian Ronaldo was way overrated. And then we presented the facts to him. And what did he say? Well, we so this was before Messi and Ronaldo, mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo came along and then just just destroyed stats, goal scoring stats forever. But, you know, you would go back to the likes of Gerd Muller. Or uh, 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 I can't remember the guy's name. That was he the Czech Republic or Hungarian? Well, Nanda Kocic, Kocic. Yeah. Uh, would be one. But you know, or Pushkash. You know, these kind of players you'd have to go back to and go, "Oh my goodness, look at the mm. goal scoring records." Well, when when the great Ronaldo came along, you know, that's what he was doing as well. Yeah. And so we presented this to him, and he still wasn't convinced. And then we started to say, "Well, he's won this, he's won that," and he said, "I don't care what he's won." Not really anywhere to go from that, is there? <laughs> I mean, I just care what he's won. <laughs> 
I mean, I understand some players have won trophies yeah. when they've been quite fortunate to be, uh, you know, has Gilles Grimondi won a lot of trophies? Possibly. Possibly. I mean, the, the obvious and perhaps unfair one people always point to is Jimmy Traore, isn't it? Having a, a Champions League winner's medal. He still got it. But yeah. the point is... Took Renato... some of the heat off Steve Finnan. <laughs> he did quite a lot of the heat, you might argue. But they won that trophy. But Ronaldo consistently would end up winning the World Cup, of course. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to choose Ronaldo. No. Okay. So, I mean, I feel like if you tell me everyone you're not going to choose, we might be here for a while. Yeah, okay. That is that is a fair point. All right, let's crack on to business then. First up, I'm going to choose someone that maybe younger listeners won't know. You'll remember him. The Scottish goalkeeper, Jim Layton. Ooh. Mm. What the, well, that is controversial. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's a beloved figure, isn't he? Yeah. So Possum or like... No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never met Jim Layton. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's a nice old bandy. Um, I, I always felt... Because... Because I rate or rated uh, Andy Gorham so highly, as everyone did in Scotland, mm. by the way. Gorham, and not just in Scotland as well. Uh, well, that's good to hear because I think people in England, I've, I've, I have belted this drum many times before. It was a bit like the frustration, I think, for everybody, other than maybe a few proper diehard you know, Rangers fans. It was a bit of the frustration that Henrik Larsson never got the recognition that yeah. he should have. Got, but of course he he did, especially you know, really at Barcelona. It, it was nice to get that, but he'd been doing that for Celtic for so many years. Um, but 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 with regards to Leighton, Leighton was a good goalkeeper when he started. He played for Manchester United for a bit. Now he went on and had a long career, but Leighton was one of those players that I think people loved. They loved him, and he was quite a solid keeper. But he would make a save, which you think it's a good save, but a keeper should probably save that. And it was made out to be, oh, what a set. And it was a bit, it was bordering on patronising, mm. if you see what I mean. I can remember um, John Lukic playing a couple of games for Arsenal in the Champions League, obviously towards the end of his career when they had goalkeeping shortages. And it because it's John Lukic who was, in, it, some people may consider him a bit of a legend, you know, certainly a, yeah. a player with great longevity in his career. And, he, he, you know, again, made some fairly routine saves. And I remember a couple of, oh, what a save, Lukic. And it's kind of like, you wouldn't say that if it was the regular keeper in goal, which might no. have been David Seaman at the time. So Leighton used to get a bit of that treatment and that used to piss me off a bit. Yeah. So this is very much personal. Yes. And I remember thinking I could stick one past him. <laughs> um, no, I, I <laughs> given an open goal three yards out and the wind blowing in the right direction. I just, I just remember thinking... No, this is a bit of the Emperor's New Clothes about this. Yeah. So it's not Leighton's fault. This is often with overrated like, players. It's not the player. Very, uh, very big of you to admit, Marco. <laughs> it's often not, though, with this chat, when it's like overrated players. You always want to have a go at the player himself. You yeah. Think, well, it's not really true. their fault. It's, it's the hype around them or what mm. people may say. It's like the McAuley thing, isn't it? it the McAuley. Like, oh, he's so underrated. He's, he's, he's so... <laughs> He's so rated for being underrated. He might even be overrated at this point. I should have started with him. Who's your most overrated player? Claude McAuley. <laughs> <laughs> On a technicality. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I would have Leighton in there. And I think that... Because uh, there was a time when, when him and Gorham were going for the Scotland number one jersey. Mm. And it was clearly Gorham. But I can't, I can't remember what happened now. I'm sorry, um, Scotland fans. You're probably a bit annoyed with me here. But Gorham... I think that he there was a falling out or there was something. And Gorham's, I don't know, maybe not loyalty, but there was there was an element, if I remember correctly, of 
the Ryan Giggs Wales situation with Gorham and Scotland. Right. Slightly different, but there was a there was a touch of that. But anyway, Leighton was Leighton was the goalkeeper at France '98. Uh, maybe there was injuries as well. Forgive me if I'm I'm, I'm remembering this incorrectly. But Leighton was the number one. But I think I think Gorham was there. And I just think with Gorham, you know, people would say, "Oh, who's number one? Who's number one?" It's like we well, clearly Gorham is. Yeah. If it, blah 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 blah. He is he is an absolute world beater. You know, I incurred the wrath of Ian Wright once when really? talking about Andy Gorham. I know we're talking about overrated players, but that's why Gorham is important to this chat with regards to Leighton. Um, I was I was doing a thing, and it, it, I was working with Ian Wright and Kevin Gallagher, and one or two others, but those two are crucial to the story. And we were talking, oh, that's right, it was very relevant. We were, we were talking about a great British 11, and we got to goalkeeper, and we were just chatting about this off mic. And I said, do you know, I would, I'd honestly... I think that I, I wouldn't have him in there because I'd probably have Peter Shilton, but Gorham for me should get a mention in this section. And Ian Ryan went, no, nah, and he sort of brushed it off. Now, I'd been working with them for a little while, so I, mm. I knew them a little bit. And I and he sort of mentioned David Seaman. I said, Ian, I know this is going to sound ridiculous to you and you played with David Seaman and I really rate Seaman and he was a phenomenal keeper, blah, 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 blah. Honestly, if I really had to choose one of the two, I might choose Gorham over Seaman. And I'm not joking. He looked at me and I was like, oh, no, I've genuinely, not only have I upset him, I've angered him. Mm. And it's quite, because Ian Wright's such a lovely, you know, the, the guy you see on TV is the guy in real life. You know, he, he's, he's very warm and he's a delightful, lovely man. And that moment was like Ian Wright looking at, I, I, I felt like Peter Schmeichel. <laughs> in that moment but of course I'm not as big and hard and as, as no. formidable as Schmeichel and I had to quickly turn to Kevin Gallagher I was like Kevin, Kevin Andy Gorham was really good wasn't he please, please tell him yeah and Gallagher right yeah Gallag Gallagher did sort of smooth it over a little bit wow yeah so um, so, so again like a real insight into the type of monster you are <laughs> I've annoyed you I angered Ian Wright we weren't even playing yeah. football my goodness. So yes, Jim Lane's. My so moving first away from um, mm -hmm. your your character assassination of of a, a national treasure, um, this one's not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next? I kept this very quiet. This player that I I felt was overrated. I kept it you quiet. Kept quiet up to now. Yeah, I kept it quiet for years. Yeah, and then to my. I suppose reawakening delight mm -hmm. on on a on a podcast I was on with Jonathan Wilson and Michael Cox. They both suggested that uh, this player was overrated as well, and it and it just it real. I felt suddenly recharged with my thoughts on this. I think Zenadine Zidane was overrated. Wow, <laughs> that is huge. That is a bombshell. Show show you working, please. Like. <laughs> I don't care what he's won. <laughs> <laughs> now, I understand people... If you look at Zidane's record purely on the numbers, mm. then it doesn't necessarily stack up yeah. to a lot of the supposed greats. But Zidane's game was always about more than that, wasn't it? it wasn't, mm. He wasn't necessarily the person making the assist itself. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, he's never a prolific goal scorer, but what he brought to the team mm -hmm. is, is, what, um, is what people generally... Uh, generally uh, remember him for mm -hmm. but uh, Alex Ferguson has said that it's uh, he said in the past and it's like Zidane doesn't hurt you it's Ronaldo that you've got to look out for mm -hmm. um, when they both played for Real Madrid and obviously Ronaldo has got that hat-trick out of traffic oh, yeah. but um, but yeah I mean well the thing is tell. but when you say someone's overrated doesn't it say you don't rate them doesn't it say you don't think they're a great player again it's the hype around that player mm. and so with with Zidane 
I, I remember at France 98 when he sort of burst onto the scene there. And I remember thinking, actually, that that France side was was built on that incredible defensive solidity. Obviously, they weren't great in attack, but he did score a few. He, did, he scored two goals in the World Cup final. Yeah. Again, I rate him. He's a he's a great player. But when people talk about him in the way they do about the best player of all time, or yeah. well, they're not so much now again because Messi and Ronaldo mm. have come along. But you have to remember that that chat was there. Yeah. Um, previously, well, I think every generation has those players, doesn't yes. it? And and. Ronaldo, uh-huh. the phenomenon of Ronaldo and Zidane were were yes. our generation's version of that. Yeah, yeah, those two and at a push, maybe Figo, you could sort of nudge, but yeah. not really. It, it was those two who sort of dominated the landscape. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, and, and people see, see, if someone came on and said, "I think Lothar Mateus was overrated," I would say that. Well, that's absolutely ridiculous because I remember as a youngster watching the 1990 World Cup and seeing Lothar Mateus be one of the players mm. of the tournament. But that's my only real knowledge of him as a player. There was the odd moment you saw from highlights of when he was at Bayern and that kind of thing. But you remember him not 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 so good in in previous in, in subsequent tournaments later on. So with with Zidane, so younger listeners would go, "Well, that's just absolutely ridiculous." Well, in one sense it is, but I think if you had, and Michael Cox made this point, and I actually agree with him, if you had the type of footage now with with social media, internet, all the rest of it, as it is, that you, that you had back then and you could see more football, I think Zidane at times would go a little bit missing in, 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 in the league. Again, I say this, I know it's ridiculous, but I'm, I'm talking about him as if you're saying the top three greatest players of all time and you've got Zidane in there, that's what I'm contesting. Mm. I'm not contesting that he is one of the best players of his generation or, 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 or you know, in the chat of best midfielders, you know, in the 21st century, that kind of thing. I'm talking about the real hyperbole. Yeah, the, the, the all-time the, 11. Exactly, that's what I'm contesting there. Hence, so therefore, that's why I think he's a touch overrated. Because if you're putting him in that bracket, I'm saying, no, I don't think so. Mm. Would you say that to his face? Well, I have briefly met him. Mm. Um, At a buffet, I believe. I mean, it was more than a buffet, Jim. It was the Adidas Lounge at Wembley for the Champions League mm. final. Well, you know, it was still a buffet. I'm not it? sure how good his English skills are. My Spanish skills wouldn't go that far. Um, and he was with his family. However, if we were in a car park, then you're damn right I wouldn't say it to his face. Yeah, fair enough. Mm-hmm. I thought not. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I would I would probably talk to him about other stuff because, again, like he's probably had it. I think he'd be a bit of a knob if my opening gambit was, you know, I've never rated you. Yeah, it would be a, it'd be a bold <laughs> opener, wouldn't it? Just, the thing is that... The... I can imagine Jose Mourinho doing that. <laughs> I, I, he can carry I stress, in a, I in a stress. Different way. Zidane's a phenomenal player. He is. I'm just saying, when it gets to that real kind of upper echelons of the greats and so on, yeah, I, I, I mention him maybe, you know, that kind of thing. If I was to pick the greatest 11 of my generation, like he might well be in there. Oh, he might, might he? No, he, well, yeah, yeah. He'd, be, he'd definitely be talented. Yeah. But I'm saying, if you said to people, especially our age, Jim, pick, say, your, the, the top three players of all time, I think. You'd be tempted to put Messi and Ronaldo in there, absolutely. And I think people would be tempted to put Zidane in there. And that's what I'm saying. Mm. I think he turned up in big tournaments. Absolutely, he did. For France, he was brilliant at the World Cup, as we saw. Goal in the Champions League final was all right as well, wasn't it? That wasn't bad, Jim. That wasn't bad. I mean, it's a bit of a swinger, wasn't it? 
<laughs> what did some what would people say? But it was straight leg. Yeah. <laughs> straight leg. No, no, no. Of course he had these but that's Michael Cox's point. He has these moments that we remember, but actually in between times, mm. was he as consistent? Was he taking care of business? Blah 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 blah. Um I remember Gordon Strachan, we Gordy saying that I can't see I can't find a fault with him. I just can't find a fault with him. Mm. And it's that type of chat. You think, well, okay, I get the kind of, you know, Gordon Strachan is a man who would like a lot of bluster. But it's it's that type of chat where I was a bit like, look, he he is that good, but you're pushing it too far. I stress that's what it is. Yeah. You push it too far. And and I just think, so therefore, I think he's slightly overrated because of that. Fair enough. So for your third and final mm-hmm. character assassination, I believe you're doing three. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you could probably go on all day by the... <laughs> scurrilous things you're throwing around here yeah. but um, who are you going to round it off with I've, I've I, I this is another one again had big moments at World Cups so on and so forth I'm really basing it at his time at Arsenal I didn't see that much of him here and there I think Lucas Podolski might be a touch overrated he's a funny one Podolski mm. because it's almost like there were two versions of him yeah. which was the one that played for Germany yep. who had a testimonial yeah Against England and scored a 25-yarder in the top corner. You've ever heard of that? (laughs) Like a testimonial, an an international testimonial. It's a very unusual thing. This is my point, Jim. Yeah. Don't have the testimonial. I might have have left him out of the chat. Yeah. You see what I mean? (laughs) This is my point. You you push it too far. So this is not a case of, oh, that guy's a legend at this club because we absolutely love him. And you go, well, that's a load of bollocks. And you go, yeah, but what he meant to the fans, we saw him break a sweat every week. We saw him roll up his sleeves, play Mm -hmm. through injuries. You know, okay, his goal scoring tally, or he might have let in a few goals, but actually what he meant, that's why we love him. I'm not contesting any of that. I'm not contesting any affections. I'm saying you give a player a testimonial or something like that, and, and, and you, you, you think of, you know, the, 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 he had about 120 caps or something outrageous like that and so on. And then you see him playing for Arsenal and he scored a few goals for Arsenal. He had a cannon of a left foot. Mm. But you see the inconsistencies, you see this and you just think, I'm not sure this adds up to what you're suggesting it does. Yeah, I know what you mean. It was a funny one at Arsenal because obviously he arrived um, with a kind of fairly big, rep- well, obviously a huge reputation mm. as you're alluding to. And it was, it was an exciting signing, but it just didn't, I don't know. He was he was there for three years, made sixty appearances. Obviously, mm. he was he was hit with a lot of injuries, which mm-hmm. was you know part of the problem that he, that he had throughout his career. But yeah, there was a sense that there should have just been more from him. Yep. The thing is, he's so likable, well, such a likable presence. He and, is. I don't. I take no pleasure, by the way, in saying sort of Lucas Podolski. But you just, I'm trying to think of, you know, and this is from my angle, of course. You see, fans in Germany go, "You're an absolute idiot." Because when he was playing for, was it Cologne he was playing for? You know, to, oh, he was actually, I, I totally get that. I never saw that, though. And so, again, I rate him. He's a brilliant player. But with the earlier examples, you say, you know, testimonial and so on and so forth, you just think, hmm. Miroslav Klose is another one, considering his goal tally yeah. that he's got. You think, is he sort of slightly overrated? Well, Podolski got 49 goals for Germany. Yeah. Phenomenal! It is. It's. It's. It. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Like that is actually more than he scored for any club. Yeah. Well, I suppose actually that's probably not. No, that's not true because he um he had two spells at Con. Yeah. Um. So that would add up to more. But still. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's a odd situation. It's a really, mm. really odd situation. Yeah. I don't want to dwell too much on Podolski because again, it's it's a touch harsh. But it is, as I say, the way he is is revered there, and I I do understand that. I just think. It didn't quite work out, but I know at certain clubs, you know, you can have a good spell and a bad spell. You know, I'm sure Inter fans won't 
fondly remember mm. Dennis Bergkamp that much. Yeah, you know, funnily enough, actually, Podolski himself went on loan to Inter. Yeah, but the, the other player that I was that I was going to mention, um, which will annoy people, and this is based on who he played for, what he won, numbers, blah 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 blah. Is uh, I, I, this makes me an enemy of football? JJ Okocha. <gasps> just cause when again? Oh my god! No, but again. The talent he had was unquestionable, and he was he was absolutely brilliant. But to me, he's more of a almost like a luxury player, and he played. I think in his career, the most games he played for a club was at Bolton. And that's right. no disrespect, but again, the way people, I think, yeah, he was I, PSG, he was yeah, long he, long time powerhouse PSG. <laughs> yeah, he was there before the money. But again, like the the reason why I'm saying this is because I saw something recently, which was like the greatest midfielders of all time in the Premier League. And you can mm. choose, you know, you've got a massive pool of players and he was in there. And I was a bit like, oh, come on. No, that's not, yeah. that's ridiculous. You that can't ridiculous. put him in there with Skulls and Keane and no. Petit and Vieira that's and so th- on. It's like, it's like having him and Letizia in the middle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be... Uh, Every now and then it'd be amazing, yeah. but if you're putting together a, a proper like all-time yeah. greats team, they're not they're not in there. So it's, that's the what, consistency just wasn't there. So again, apologies, uh, people who love JJ. I love him as well. Just played the game in such a phenomenal way. But I'm basing that on one thing that I saw, by the way, mm. and I just think, right, okay, well, I'll just chuck him in at the end. Well, I think um, <laughs> be interesting to see if your reputation and indeed our <laughs> reputation ever recovers from this. Marcus, I'm glad that you've shown the listeners your true colours. Mm. Um, and yeah, well, I, I suppose I should thank you. I don't really feel like it's appropriate, but I, I guess <laughs> thank you for coming in and sullying the good names of these people. Um, Iniesta was shit and all. St- Oi! <laughs> Oi! You leave him out of this. So yeah, thanks for listening to Ramble On. I'm sorry if we've upset you. Up yours, um, everybody. Yeah, I really rate Carlos Tevez. This Tellers. is who he really is. Yeah, this is who he really is. So... <laughs> Thanks very much for uh, joining us on Ramble On. We will be back. So say goodbye, Marcus. Up the Tevez one. Yeah, right. Bye, everyone. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.